Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Convos Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today's episode is so funny. It's with Kate Grace, who I know pretty well. We actually used to bike together last year when she was living in Portland over the summer, so that was a good time. Um, but this episode is pretty wild, I would say, which Kate wanted to make it wild, so <laughs> I think we lived up to the hype, but you guys will have to let us know. Before we get started with the episode, just want to say that it would mean so much to me if you take the time to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That way, it really helps me establish credibility for the podcast. That way, like bigger, you know, more well-known guests can come on and answer your guys' listener questions. It's really quick, and it takes literally 15 seconds to go do that on Apple Podcasts. And it's also a free way to support, so... If you've already done that, I really appreciate it. And if you just listen to the podcast every week and you tell your friends, your family, your favorite fellas, that means a lot to me too. And yeah, let's get straight into today's episode. Okay, Kate is currently sitting outside of a Starbucks and we're recording a podcast. Kate's on the road. She's always on the move. You can't you can't get her to just sit still. She's gotta be gotta get her coffee. I gotta get my coffee. I honestly had to get a cold brew for this. I was so excited to be on the I podcast. Know. Okay, I'm thinking I need to start like door dashing people cold brews because I know I'm like, I feel bad. I mean, usually I send people a box of the crazed foods for coming on, which I will send you a box if you want them. Um, Oh, much more excited for that. That's much better. (laughs) Yeah, but I need to like actually have like cold brew on hand for everyone so that it actually lives up to the name. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, I mean, I'm. I also just like love cold brew especially after a workout so it was perfect it was a good excuse yeah to stop by the starbucks get use use their wi-fi i'm like uh bumming off their wi-fi from the car so <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> um okay well to start off the podcast do you want to just give a little intro of who you are and what you're about 
Yeah, I'm Kate Grace. I'm a professional middle distance runner. Um, I ran the 800 and the 1500. I just set some PRs in the eight. I ran 157.2, which was exciting. Um, I'm a Nike athlete. I and yeah. <laughs> okay, can you believe that it's been like a year since we were biking together in Portland? I know. Um, I that was crazy. It was so funny. I was thinking back to that. That was like so much fun. Um, I was injured and I was like using a friend's bike and we would go on what like two hour bike rides. Yeah, like two hour <laughs> bike rides around town. You, you were on Gwen's bike and it was just like a 10 grand bike. She was just like, I don't really like know how to use this. And here I'm on like aluminum clunker of a bike and I'm like dying up these hills. And Kate's like, I have like all these gears. Like I'm doing amazing. <laughs> yeah. Although still, I feel like I would kind of sometimes die behind you, even though like, yeah, my, the bike was embarrassingly uh, super nice. You also, <laughs> I also showed up and you had this like huge, even this kit. Did you have a bike, like a, a full on like cycling outfit? Situation. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, you were wearing like <laughs> running shorts. I was like, bro. <laughs> well, because my butt hurts so bad, like you need to wear the kit. No, I mean, I understand. I felt like kind of embarrassed. Um, yeah. Also, you were like, yeah, you were way more prepared and like legitimate with what like, you had all your different gear. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I also like didn't really know you that well. I, I feel like I just DM'd you and asked it because you were riding and I wanted someone to ride with. I don't know. I kind of forced it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, that was great because like, I didn't have that many people I was biking with out in Portland. So when you DM me, I was like, oh, absolutely. And then I like asked like Carissa, I'm like, is she cool? Like, what am I getting myself into here? Um, but yeah, we ended up having some good times around, around the city. Yeah. We were kind of like way out there. And then we had one where you got a flat tire although then it happened like a million times to you but we had a flat tire and for me that was a huge experience because it was like I was we were stuck out there for like an hour yeah okay <laughs> I got my first flat tire ever with Kate and then it just like began this string of flat tires which I don't know where it came from but you you saw the first one and then it just went oh. downhill from there you're glad that because I think after that we didn't like bike together very much anymore you're probably like traumatized like, I don't want to go with this girl she always gets flat tires but yeah, you're glad that you didn't because every single ride I went on, I basically got a flat tire. So. Yeah, no, I think all, actually what happened was that I left for, I left for Park City again. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't just that I like hated you and left. Yeah, you actually did leave. So, so. yeah, I was sad um, though that I didn't have anyone to bike with. <laughs> I know. I feel like you got better though. You actually like were doing legit stuff. I was when you were just starting to do your easy ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you've had a lot of life changes and honestly, we haven't really chatted since then. So, um, how are you? What's up? What's new? <laughs> yeah, I know that has been, it's been crazy. Um, it's funny. That was like, I was totally off, totally injured, injured. And then kind of just like taking my sweet ass time coming back. Um, like I I think just last year was crazy right and so I just whatever had no rush to it um but yeah I mean I'm training with team boss in Colorado now that's been great I've been running 800 I've been really running really well so that's been super fun honestly it's been just so cool I've been a, like a pro runner for um like eight years now nine years now and so it's just been really awesome to be able to have like a resurgence and run really good times and PRs and stuff at this point in my career. Cause I think for a while, I just like kind of assumed that that wouldn't happen. I don't know. Yeah. You just thought like maybe you reached your peak and you're like, yeah. Yeah. So 
why did you, I mean, you probably got this question so often, but why did you decide to leave Bowerman for Team Boss? It was t- fully training related, just like basically um, realizing that I like was as much as I really w- would have absolutely loved to have a situation where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can run a 15, whatever, f- or 14, 25K and like, I'm amazing. It just like was very clear to me that I, after a little bit, that like that type of training was not like what I needed to be my best um so it was definitely hard it was like really hard to tell all of the like women there just that I had to that leaving and stuff but honestly I feel like everyone's supportive of each other everyone understands that like it's a short in it's a grand scheme thing it's a short career and like you need to do what's best for you um so still supportive everyone or whatever yeah uh, were people like yeah. shocked um I don't I mean, the weird thing was, it was at the same time when, like, contracts were re- being renegotiated, so there was kind of a general awareness last year that, like, stuff could happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mostly for people if they had if they weren't able to resign with Nike or whatever, but I think everyone kind of knew that, like, stuff was gonna start changing. Yeah. I don't know. So, when you say, like, the training, like, what is the Bowerman training? Like, very, I know it's very strength-oriented, so... Pe- is it like 5k training is that like the primary thing yeah i mean jerry's like i mean it, an incredible 5k coach clearly right like um he it's it's wild and i think a lot of it in the fall yes is like very much based around if you can do some kind of 5k training then you're really going to benefit even if you're a 1500 meter runner uh, you just get so strong because you do that stuff. And honestly, I just was so bad at it. Like, I just was like, it was like, would do, I don't know, like they would do eight or 10 miles of work and I would like struggle through five miles. <laughs> so it was like both, I felt horrible about myself, not horrible, but like I was definitely not thriving and then also I don't think it was necessarily like benefiting me like maybe if I had just gone slower or whatever it would have been a little bit better um yeah so I think it's very strength-based and there's a lot of like tempo threshold type mile stuff in the fall um and then a lot of the paces with the more specific stuff in the fall is much more like 5k specific did you ever have Uh, a point did you ever have a point in time at Bowerman where you're like this is good like I'm doing well or was it just kind of always like you were kind of being like pummeled to the ground by these workouts. <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, I I PR'd like in the mile there. I ran 420 in the mile. I ran a PR'd in the 1500. Um, like I went there wanting to run the 1500. So honestly, that was the big change. Is like, um, going into 2021, I I decided I wanted to go for the 800, and that's when it really shifted. Right. Um, with me saying, okay, I really need to be specific with short middle distance training um but yeah like I mean I ran good seasons in 2019 I didn't make the team um and but then like later in the summer I, I PR'd in the 1500 and ran good races and stuff so uh there definitely were times like where I was feeling good and I ran well with the training um yeah what's yeah. the difference between like that and then now with team boss like what's the difference between uh, Again, it's just more eight specific. Um, so um, yeah, yeah, can you just lay like, out like on your entire training calendar for? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was getting this question, and then finally, I just texted Joe. I was like, Joe, I feel like I'm answering this question really stupidly. What What should I say? Yeah, <laughs> I should. 
I should read what he told me. What did he tell me to say? Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> pull from the fact sheet. That's probably too. Much. I mean, I think basically just like um, a little bit more 800 specific work and uh, cut the mileage a little bit, so I have more energy for that. Um, and there's we do there's a slight shift in strength training. We're doing we're doing lifting right after the workouts, um, but again, like a lot of training in the U.S. right now, I think the big thing is that there's no like magic there's not necessarily like a magic formula right people are doing good things in all different places um and I think for me just having a little bit less mileage so that I can then like hit my hard specific workouts uh is pretty key yeah what do you think has been like the biggest cause of like all your awesome races this summer I think it's a combo of training has been great um, and like tailored to me, um, I think that plus then there's like a level that like when, I don't know, like I've, there's like this confidence that happens when I feel like I made the shift. I had to, it was kind of a risk and it was very much like something I did for myself. And I don't know when that starts to then work out and you feel like, oh man, I made the right decision or like I, um, it just like this kind of confidence that like I did something for me and it's working out and I feel good. I don't know. feel good about that. And there's just like good vibes. It's kind of this like positive <laughs> cycle. Good vibes. Honestly. <laughs> I feel like I it's just like everything is stacking on top of each other. It's like once you have like a good race and you like feel good about it and then you're having good workouts, it's just like, I don't know. Then everything just start, kind of starts to fall into place. And I think people like really saw that with you this summer. Yeah, totally. Um, and I think it's also, oh my gosh, sorry, my dad is like texting me. Um, <laughs> uh, there it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely, um, I, I, yes, exactly that. I think it's like, it starts to, there's this momentum that starts to grow. Um, and I think part of that was honestly, I feel like I had been running well, but like not up to my potential for a few years. And then to be able to like hit it, I obviously didn't make the team, so I didn't hit it exactly right, but like to hit it pretty well where I was able to like come back out pull myself out of this plateau and I was just so proud of that and I think that shows and then also just like having a ton of fun with it like I'm again at this point in my life that I'm still doing this and I'm like thriving in it is just so cool and I feel so incredibly lucky that then I feel like that element of fun is also like I don't know giving yeah. something <laughs> yeah you probably feel like a little more rejuvenated with, yeah, like, totally. the, running, the running thing how much yeah. longer do you think you'll do it for are you gonna like are you the person that like moves up to the marathon you know <laughs> no um uh not 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 100 mile weeks one light work <laughs> i know i obviously honestly last weekend i was like so i got back and i was on such a high and i took a few days off and then i had a long run and i did like a super freshman move where i just like killed my long run like it was supposed to be like ish like kind of hard and i just like sent it i was like i just like went for it i was like also the waterfront in portland is so flat it's like yeah. fake running so yeah after that i was like nah, maybe i'll do a half marathon one day yeah <laughs> no <laughs> no the whole point of me even making this move is like i am a short middle distance runner like my that's where my strengths lie i could never do a good well never say never but i don't think i would be very good i would not be very good at like distance like marathon stuff um, do you think you would run one for fun yeah so this is what i honestly would love 
I would love to finish my final track season and then like immediately that fall go to like uh, yeah my mind I'm like go to run New York or what run one of the majors and not like go crazy but like I don't know try to have a time even either just to say you run a marathon or like try to go sub three hours which I say that and I think it's like way harder than I'm even trying. <laughs> you would 100% be able to go sub three hours. What are you talking about? But I'm saying like not on marathon training, like just on like I'm training for the 800 and then I go. Okay, but that you're really underestimating yourself. I don't know what you ran your like long run at, but like if you, okay, maybe New York's a little harder, but like I ran Chicago back in 2019. I ran my training was not the best and I wasn't in good shape really at all. And I ran 328 or something. And I was okay. like, if I was like running consistently, I definitely, I feel like I could break three hours. So if I have the confidence that I could break three hours, then you should definitely be confident that you can break three. Okay. Well, I'm just saying like as a way, cause I was probably the rest of my life to be able to say like, I did a marathon and I did yeah. it in whatever. And I also, but I don't really love, I don't really want to work hard in a marathon. Like the idea of like pushing hard at the end of a marathon sounds awful okay that's a thing like I honestly loved my experience with Chicago because I ran it really well like I was starting off like okay my time ended up being it was like 759 pace or something like <laughs> just dipped under eight and I I ran it really well because like the first half I was running like 8 15 8:30s, and I was like this feels great and then I just like started cranking out 730s like the last half and then it was an amazing experience I never hit a wall like, I just, like, and it was, like, fun. I mean, I was in the zone, like, towards the end of it, whatever. Like, you're running 26 miles. It's not going to be yeah. or whatever. But I really enjoyed my experience because I was not, like, literally, like, dying. And that's what – I don't think I would ever be able to, like, run a marathon just all out because I don't think I could handle the pain of running six-minute miles for 26 miles. Yeah. No, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. You did it perfectly. That's ideally what I want. I just want to be, like – feeling good and whatever that is you know yeah um yeah anyway I think I saw you in Chicago I like I feel like I was I was at a, a table with you or something because we were there for Nike I kind of remember that you were uh I was because you were because you were there as like for media right also? yeah the media people yeah yeah good memories well you should do oh, Chicago funny. actually if you, if you like flat if you like Hilly New York is good oh I actually I hate Hilly Okay, well, New York's probably not good. I was literally running yeah. through Central Park the other day for the first time ever, and it was, like, really hilly. And I was like, oh, I, I guess people, like, run marathons on this. But everyone Wait, loves it. You've never run Central Park? <laughs> no, that was my first time. What? I ran, like, three miles. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Make my way. I'm a city girl now. Yeah, look at you. I guess you're you're further south in Manhattan. It doesn't really make sense for you to, like, run there all the time. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to bike 30 minutes up there to run three miles you know I love Central Park though I feel like it's I mean not for a hard running but just like I don't know a little loop-de-loop around it's super super nice yeah it was great I I definitely will make my way up there more now just because I have the experience of like Mm -hmm. my three mile run there so (laughs) no it's great look at you yeah today's episode is brought to you by Organifi Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition with high-quality ingredients and less than 3 grams of sugar. You guys have heard me talk a bit about them over the last couple weeks, and I have been absolutely 
implementing them into my routine every day. I'm so proud of myself. I've been on such a good routine. I take a scoop of the red juice and the green juice together in the morning to kick off my day. And then I always have a scoop of their complete protein. I've been loving the vanilla flavor. I add that to my oatmeal or my smoothies every day. It's super convenient. The green juice contains a clinical dose of ashwagandha, which helps support healthy cortisol levels which you guys know I've struggled with. So it literally takes 30 seconds and I just like to combine both the red juice and the green juice together because it makes it even easier for my morning. But the green juice contains 11 different superfoods like Corilla, ashwagandha, moringa, spirulina, beets, turmeric, mint, wheatgrass, lemon, and coconut water. So good. The red juice has 13 different superfoods for energy support and a berry superfood drink. So that is a delicious superfood berry blend of premium organic superfoods that contain potent adaptogens, antioxidants, and a clinical dose of cordyceps. So helps increase and promote energy with natural herbs, medicinal mushrooms, and antioxidants. So big fan of both of those. The Complete Protein also just tastes really good. And that one, it's organic, vegan, contains 20 grams of protein with seven different superfoods. It also contains half the daily recommended value of selenium, vitamin C, D, E, A, thiamine, and 35% of your daily iron. And the vitamins are all from Whole Foods. So great addition for someone who works out a lot. I just love adding it to my smoothies after my workout. Big fan of all of them. So if you guys are interested, go check out Organifi. Head to www.organifi.com slash cold brew. That's www.organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash cold brew. Or just head to their website, organifi.com and use code cold brew for 20% off all products. Now let's get back into the episode. Okay, well enough marathon talk. <laughs> Okay, Kate, Kate literally danced me. She's like, I, I want to make this like weird. Like I want to like, I want to make this unique. And I was like, okay, well, this is the podcast to do it. So, um, okay. You literally like post on your story. You're like, give me like weird topics to talk about for podcasts. Yes, <laughs> I know. Well, cause I like said, I mean, honestly, I, it's, I love that everyone was so excited about the races, but then I was doing these podcasts. So I was like, I feel like it's I feel like boring talking about it at this point because then I feel like other people listening feel bored listening to it. But I guess we have different listeners. And I but I was like, I wanna be, I don't know, it's it's like fun to have interesting things to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I completely understand. And I like talking about people's races, but also like, I mean, no offense, I get kind of bored too. <laughs> like I'd rather talk about other things like I don't know, joking about running marathons. That's a little more yeah. fun. Like you can exactly. go listen to other podcasts if you really want to hear the stats. Like, I'm not really a stats person, you know? I don't really right. know that much, like, data behind the scenes. Like, that's, I did commentary at that, uh, or, like, no, I, I commentated the 10K that the girls did, um, the yeah. Garmin girls, and, like, Jeff was, like, throwing out all these stats, and I was like, this is, like, not my forte. Like, I just don't <laughs> really know anything about, like, his, like, running history. It's kind of bad. Like, I just don't know. So I much prefer, like, getting to know the people, but I, that's why I think people like this podcast, because it's, like, just a little different than, like other running podcasts I don't know maybe I'm just tooting my own no I totally agree I totally agree that's again what I was thinking is because like I think obviously it's interesting to hear and people want to hear training stuff but like yeah I don't know the stats I also don't really know the stats probably to a point where I probably shouldn't know a little bit more like (laughs) like you're in it like you're a runner like that's your job or whatever I feel like my job is like running media and I'm I don't know the stats I'm like (laughs) We really should. I should know these things. I don't know what. Where do I even go for that? Like, no. I mean, it's let's run. No thanks. <laughs> oh God, I did. I did go on Let's Run. I I like made a rule this year of never going on Let's Run. And then after 
what was it after I ran well I was like so pumped I was like oh, my God, like, oh I can't saying. wait to see my amazing <laughs> like thread about me yeah and it's so horrible it was like even worse it's what was it oh the pe- people people kept saying that what it was people it was like someone was saying like oh she must be just bad at rounds and I was getting so angry I was like what the fuck are you saying I just ran like five races in the last 10 days how am I bad at rounds you shouldn't have gone on less one there's never a winning situation you're never gonna go in there and feel and leave feeling good about yourself I know it was horrible it was bad so I'm back off but yeah (laughs) I literally like um when I first started like doing YouTube I didn't like go in let's run all the time but I would go in there occasionally and then once I started like my YouTube channel in college like kind of started getting more popular I was like let me just go on let's run and like see if there's any articles about me or whatever worst thing I've ever done in my life and I was like not mentally ready to handle that and then I like went to my sports psychologist and she's like why don't you just like not look at the website I'm like didn't think about that one um and then I literally blocked it from my own computer because I was like I need to just stop like even being tempted to do this yeah that's so smart I've never thought about blocking. Well, yeah, I, I I've stopped, but oh man, you're yes. I can't. College is the worst. That'd be even harder being in college looking at that shit. And then you realize it's like, well, whatever. I won't keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> you just realize that these people don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a nice way to put it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, okay. My first question. We're, we'll get into some um, more unusual topics. Mm-hmm. Or questions. Um, so you have been traveling a lot. Do you have any like crazy travel stories or just like anything like weird that's happened to you across the seas or even in the US? Oh yeah. Um uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, the weirdest, well, the crazy thing recently was with all of the COVID stuff. Like, so yeah, uh, travel stuff. COVID was weird when we went, like I honestly went over and didn't fully realize that like it was quarantine stuff. So I like decided to go to these races and then got there and it was like oh my gosh I literally like we uh, the does we have to stay in our rooms or not leave the hotel like Gates said we could not leave the hotel also you could leave for running but like you couldn't do any you couldn't eat with people so you literally like were we had our own little quarantine area for eating and then you were like on these little desks all facing the same way, all six feet apart, just like eating there by yourself, <laughs> like you're in a classroom. It was so depressing, and I was already and good vibes. <laughs> I know that was, those were not good vibes. We had to change the vibes. Um, it's funny thinking about st- like crashing with Emma and Joe. So when I first went, when I first like went to the team, also I went to Scottsdale, and I didn't because it was super last minute. I didn't have a place rented yet, so I was going to stay with them for like a week or two. And it was their place. It was them. And like Joe's brother was there and like his brother's his good friend because they were kind of doing a little vacation also. So I like was staying with that with them, which I didn't really know any of them very well. And I was sharing a bathroom with um, with Beach, who's Joe's brother, and, because like that's the way the house worked or whatever. And it was one of these ones where like he... Uh, it's like one of those bathrooms where like he had entrance to his from his room but then it was also entered from the outside you know so it's like two door situation so like if for some reason someone forgets to unlock a door you're kind of like locked out of it so one night I really I got up in the middle of the night and had to pee and it the door was locked so no. like he had gone to the bathroom <laughs> and he had forgotten to unlock it but it was like two in the morning um, so I'm like I literally met this person a week ago like I'm not 
close enough to him to like walk. I'm gonna go. Yeah, you know? I'm gonna go crawl into his room. And be like, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. a mistake. <laughs> I know. So I went back to bed. But I was like, okay, can I just lay here and like sleep? But like, I couldn't. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, what do I do? Like, do I pee in the sink? Like, what do I do? Oh! <laughs> I don't. But instead, we had a we had an out. We had a there was like a little backyard. So I went to the backyard. But it's Arizona, so there's like literally no foliage. It's like this one tree, and then it's all like rocks. So you're very exposed. Like if anyone looked out, they would full on see you. Okay, but it's middle of the night. Is anyone gonna look? Right, I know. So that's what I was thinking. So I literally just like went and just kind of like squat next to the tree and be in the backyard. And Instead of walking through his room, he just pee <laughs> in the backyard like a dog. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I really hope that no one I mean it was it was definitely light enough that if anyone was up and they looked outside, like they would full on see or like a neighbor looked over, like they would full on see see what was happening. So imagine that, someone yeah. walking into that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> be like what is this weird like so they would have so many questions yeah what is going on <laughs> Wait, that is so funny that was yeah. so that was in Arizona that was in Arizona in January when I first joined oh okay good so you were making a really good impression yeah great first wait impression. did you tell that story like did you tell anyone the next day <laughs> I did t- I told I told like some of the girls and then it wasn't until a little bit later that I actually like told everybody but yeah yeah Okay, well, now thousands of people know, so. Yeah, so now, now it's out there. It's cool. <laughs> I feel like we're runners. Everyone's, like, always peeing. It's very common. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have any other, like, weird stories I got? You said poop stories on, like. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's where my people, that's where my, I, I asked, and that's, people were, like, responding with weird things. Um, <laughs> But, <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know there's always I feel like with running there's always bathroom issues uh, that's like such a common thing okay uh, well I of- okay so I do this like YouTube um video sometimes it's like running confessions and I did it like the first time so people like send in there it's like anonymous but like obviously I can see who they are but I don't tell that to the world yeah um but I would say like 90% of the first one I did people send in poop stories so then the next time I do it I'm like please limit the poop stories unless it's like an absolutely incredible one because it's like most of them are just like I like went on a run and then I like had to poop in the bushes <gasps> and I'm like okay like I'm sorry but that poop story isn't phenomenal enough to like go on the video so then I literally have to say I have to be like a special poop story only <laughs> Oh my God. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, I, uh, when was it when we were in park city one year with our, I think it was 2019. We did like, never have I ever with the, or the yeah, 10 fingers. Is that the, yeah, yeah, that yeah. One put on, yeah. With like the people there. And <laughs> I feel like someone said, never have I ever pooped my pants. And like, everyone put a finger down and then basically we were all laughing it's like either you're lying if you're a runner either you're lying or <laughs> you're putting a finger down because like everyone's had that and that's just kind of I don't what think we I ever to actually poop myself like I don't think I've actually <laughs> pooped my pants uh well not, you have you put the finger down <laughs> so I do mean, tell <laughs> First of all, now you live in New York, so I feel like it, I'm not going to jinx you, but it will happen because you're going to be in a situation where you can't go in the bushes. Like there's literally no place there to go no the bushes, bushes and there's no there's like I no know. public bathrooms around here, so probably will yeah. happen. Yeah, it's a problem. I mean, yeah, honestly. So 2013, my first year, like my first little training camp, I was so excited. I had, this has never happened to me before either. I didn't realize this was like 
even a possibility in my life to ever happen. And I was in, went to Phoenix with, uh, or to, yeah, uh, Tempe. And I was like training there because like that for warm weather or whatever. Um, and I was running with Molly Huddle and Amy Hastings. And I was super excited because I was like, oh my gosh, these are like great runners, whatever, <laughs> whatever. I'm so pumped. And I, then I was like, we were going on a little long run and I was like too embarrassed to say I had to go to the bathroom. And it was the basically, I mean, the, the story itself actually isn't even that exciting. Basically, it was just like, I was too embarrassed to say I had to go to the bathroom. And then I was like getting to the end and there was an issue. And I was basically just like, couldn't, didn't, instead of just saying like, I need to stop, I we were going back to like our parking lot and I finally had to like veer off and I was like walking toward the bathroom and then we had a situation and so I was within like sight of the bathroom but it but I did not make it to the bathroom but it was literally this bad thing because I was like so excited my first run with like these two like superstars and I was just like too embarrassed to stop and I literally had to like then I had to go to the bathroom and be like what did I just do and luckily they had kept running so they were like didn't have to deal with them anymore but then I was just like um like literally what do you do in that situation like you're no, wait, like so did, what did you do wait <laughs> were they meeting you back like were they just running longer or did, so did I'm you pretty sure they're running longer and I think I was meet, I think I was getting picked up by someone else so I'm pretty sure like I avoided any issue of like having to admit to them what had happened okay which, uh, but, yeah but then I did have to like I went to, what did I do? I think I like tried to, I, I'm so embarrassed. It was so horrible. I think I just like had to figure myself out in the bathroom and then like go to a Starbucks or something. It's literally like so gross when you think about it. You're like recollecting. I can just see the pain in your eyes. Yeah, yeah it's so gross. Cause you have to like, throw, oh my God, this is so disgusting. You have to like throw stuff out, right? So oh man this is this is way too embarrassing to talk about on a podcast it's, it's so vile it's, I think, well apparently like 90 percent of people understand throwing yeah out <laughs> so just don't look too hard into the trash cans in these in these public bathrooms i guess uh because yeah because you have to like throw out your underwear right yeah well i would hope so i hope you don't like yeah. leave on no no oh man that 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 just went there wow yeah hey you asked her you literally said you recommended to me poop stories (laughs) that was way too weird oh man it's okay only Uh, um thousands of people (laughs) (laughs) shot yourself (laughs) that was like eight years ago though so we're fine yeah did you ever tell uh molly and amy I feel like I may have told, I think I probably did. Cause again, like, honestly, that's what you're saying. Like most people have these stories. Like it actually isn't that rare, even though I'm fully embarrassed about it. Like it's well, a thing ever, No, you're never not going to be embarrassed about it. No one's going to like, who's going to be like, God, this is normal guys. Like <laughs> yeah. we've all done it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, that makes me nervous. Cause I, I literally, I, I've had some close calls as everyone has, but I don't think I've ever actually fully done it, but it, I think it will happen at some point, like you said, and I'm nervous. Like how do well, I, I think probably, like, diapers on my run? You think? Yeah. Right. Honestly, I think at this point you're fine. I think my issue was, it was like early on in my early days of like, I literally just been, started doing long runs. Like I didn't understand that like when you're running, it's different. And like, when you have to go, you like have to go. Yeah. And so that I've learned now that like, I am much more 
emergency if I get those like if you can tell you know yeah whereas then I was like eh, it's fine I probably can just hold it I'm like and now it's not the case you know yeah so yeah that like, makes sense I think it is my expertise like my years of running yeah. that like kind of exactly. has prepared me for this mm-hmm. to avoid it and I'll keep yeah. like extra diapers in my um car just in case yeah yeah exactly keep some like toilet paper in your car or something <laughs> Oh. sponsors of this podcast you're like what is this like this is not normal <laughs> please stop i think people will enjoy it though um yeah. or they're gonna be like drawing up in their car while listening to this or on their <laughs> yeah. run like about to poop themselves probably yeah. um okay well we can change topics now to <laughs> yeah, please <laughs> avoid further embarrassment okay you also said people requested like your weird recovery habits and then you told me that you used to tape your mouth shut in your sleep can you yeah. explain on that? So I definitely, um, I am, I think in a good way, like very curious about like how to get better or whatever, like always reading the little books about like different ways to improve. And so there was like last year, two years ago, I was kind of wheezing in workouts. And so I was actually like looking into like, I mean, I think it was allergies, but looking into like, okay, is this like exercise induced asthma like what's going on and then I like led me down this path of this like breathing guru in Portland and his whole thing is like you're we need to breathe out of our nose like we can't breathing out of our mouth too much blah 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 like breathing out of your nose is like what's going to change your life and now now there's like this book that came out recently called breath or breathe or whatever that's basically all similar it's like and the people go way too intense on it they're like you're gonna your facial muscles are going to change you're going to be more beautiful blah 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 like you're gonna like cure cancer I don't know like they, they go like all in I'm like everything is I, it's it's funny how people get really into these things like they go all in that like everything is all the problems in your life are coming from you breathing through your mouth not your nose and that all said there is something I think his whole thing was like nose breathing you're going to somehow it's like you're going to get more nitric oxide into your blood so you'll actually be able to like get more oxygen out of whatever you're breathing and it's going to improve your performance uh and it's going to like reduce this kind of tendency to like wheeze and overbreathe and workouts um so what they recommend is like you want to be breathing through your nose as much as possible so like if you're in your car or whatever, if you notice, like if your mouth is open, just close it. But the big thing is like you're sleeping for eight hours or whatever, nine hours a night. So breathing through your nose at night is like the key. Um, and what you need to do is if you're not, then you need to like to, to force yourself to do it. You need to like tape your mouth shut for the first few like whatever weeks to like get you to, to do it. So I t- tried it. So basically like I was putting on like KT tape on my mouth uh, before bed. And it also was just like this funny thing because I would like be getting ready for bed and it's like the most like un- not unattractive, but basically it's like I'm with my boyfriend and suddenly I have like my eyemask and my earplugs and my nose nose tape on. And I'm like, okay, this just means I we are nothing is happening. Like I'm fully going into bed mode. I'm like, nothing is happening. <laughs> we're, we're just gonna be all yeah. So it just it was just a little intense, but it also was crazy because the first few times you do it, like you get kind of claustrophobic because like Yeah, that's you, scared of me. Like what if like yeah. my nose stops working or something? Right. I mean the idea is that you're not opening or that it's not super tight on there. So like if you 
couldn't breathe. Like you can just, you could just open your mouth and yeah, and you'd like wake breathe. Up probably. Yeah, but it is for the first few nights. I would just do it where I would like do it for thirty minutes before bed and then take it off. But I did get to the point where I could like fall asleep with it on, um, which was kind of cool. And uh, but it was just like this funny thing that like I don't know. I feel like was definitely looked way more intense and strange. Um, and but now I do breathe through my nose at night, and so maybe that's why I'm running so fast right now. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not trying to flex, but I'm a <laughs> <Yeah>. nose breather. <laughs> no, I put in that that nose breathing work. Yeah, did my time, and now I get all these Instagram ads because now it's like kind of a thing in the like holistic performance space or whatever. So I get all these Instagram ads for like the nose breathe tape or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I can I can confidently say I've never gotten that ad in my life watch out probably like tomorrow you'll get it <laughs> I know I know I'm literally gonna get one this afternoon because it's listening to me but yeah totally do you have any other weird uh recovery things or is that pretty much it um I mean uh like in terms of actual I think the big thing that I've also changed this year is um just like being better with timing on food um and like I think very much Emma is like and Joe are huge proponents of protein really quickly after workout and lift making sure you're basically doing a protein shake every single day uh and that's the kind of stuff that I did like I always ate food after workouts but I wasn't really looking at my protein intake um and I think that's been um a good thing for me just to be like more aware of like making sure I'm getting protein in throughout the day especially like as a female athlete especially as you get older I think it just like helps you maintain muscle mass yeah that makes sense um okay another question I have for you is what's like the have you seen anything weird just like in the running world at all weird in the running world in yeah it's like like any I don't know I feel like runners are just weird so have you like is there <laughs> thing that you like seen have you do you have any stories oh my gosh well, yeah, I mean, like, runners are the strangest, but I love them. They're, like, so great. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's just generally fun to be on these trips, like, um, it's just generally fun to be on these trips, uh, like, with different people that you get to meet. I'm trying, I'm not going to out anyone, but I. Yeah, no, you don't have to name names. Uh, and this isn't weird. This is totally normal. But, like, when I was in 2019, I was in um when we were where was it in Zagreb there was this race and I like met a few runners for the first time and we were all this Nike thing and then like later that night I couldn't sleep from the race so I was like outside because we had roommates so I was outside of my room like talking to my boyfriend on FaceTime or something and I saw basically like caught someone coming back with a girl from the club and they were like they like came back and we just like we were the only two people in the hallway. It was like 1am. And so they came back, like bring this girl back to their room and we had just met. And so we like knew each other, but then I awkwardly like didn't want to like impede on their like situation. So I was like awkwardly just like standing there in the hallway, like trying to make myself quite exactly. Like, yeah. Um, like, I'm just blending into the wall. I'm invisible. Yeah. Um, and so then they went into their room and we like waved and they went to their room and then, but then like, it was kind of, I could hear because like the, I could hear them talking uh, and because like the door, I don't know, it's like a random hotel in Croatia and there's probably like room under the door and they turned the, the TV on to like some weird music channel. And so then I was like, okay, I need to not be in the situation. I need to <laughs> not be right here right now. <laughs> so I like walked outside or something. Um, I don't know. 
that's, that's pretty funny. weird but yeah. yeah one of like the weirdest things it was it was honestly it just kind of caught me off guard was I was mm-hmm. a freshman in college and like I just transferred to Oregon and like mm-hmm. I had never really surrounded myself by like the top top people in the country or whatever until I got to Oregon and I like was at this person's house and I like walked into their room and they had an altitude tent and I was like what <laughs> the heck is that it was just like this tent like over their bed and I was like what is this like it was just like my first experience I was like is this what like runners do like they just have like these and altitude tents are so expensive I was like how is this person like affording this like ten thousand dollar altitude tent in college meanwhile like I just like got to Oregon I'm like a freshman I'm like I don't know like I'm just here to like train hard or whatever I don't know no people are so crazy also those things seem so like how would you ever sleep in them? It seems like it would just be literally a sweat box, right? I know. Well, that too. Like, I just had so many questions when I walked into that room. I was like, what does that do? Does it actually work? That sounds like awful. Like while you're sleeping, you just can't breathe. But then when you like, how much of an, a, of a difference does that make in your life? Like having that altitude. I just had so many questions. Yeah. No, I mean, hundred percent. I don't know. I think, I don't think that they actually work, but people like swear by them. I don't know um well now you have nature's altitude being in boulder yeah exactly we get that enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Do you like training at altitude or no? It's like a love hate thing. I'm so bad at it. Like I honestly, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I it, it, I think it's good though because I'm I'm just like such a worse comparatively worse athlete when I'm at altitude. Um, like it's really hard. Recovery is really hard for me. Whatever. I'm always complaining. I can't sleep. But then I run well off of it. So it's one of those things where it's like you know you're gonna be benefit from it. So I like it because of that. Um, <laughs> you just feel bad every day of the week and then you know, right, feel amazing you're like I guess that makes up for it yeah exactly <laughs> um I do think Joe's been pretty good at like is good at training with altitude so I didn't it's uh feels like it's manageable I think what's hard sometimes is you go up there and you just kill yourself and people end up going up and killing themselves but then like I don't know not being able to race super well off of it and I think you need to manage 
like manage like having good workouts, but also being able like maybe taking a little bit extra time or whatever to recover so that it's not unsustainable. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, well, do you have any pre-race rituals? And also, um, Corey McGee said that you're really like sweet and bubbly all the time. And then when race day comes, you're like really serious. And she was wondering why <laughs> that was. <laughs> um yeah, I I've actually been trying to be not quite as serious. I do go into this mode where I like during race week, not that I'm angry at anyone, but I don't want but I'm angry at people. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> not like yeah, angry, but I am. I guess it's funny. Now I'm thinking about like, yeah, actually if people are asking me about whatever, like people are trying to be nice and like make plans for dinner. I'm like, fuck you. Don't, don't talk to me. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Why would you ever ask yeah. me that question? <laughs> I think mostly I just get nervous. And so I, um, around race day, everyone, other people like to be around people, but I like to just like be in my room alone. Like I, I love having a full day where I can just like chill or watch TV or whatever. Um, and um yeah like be super low-key about it and then um I really enjoy racing but it's like one of those things where it's kind of it's you have to kind of get into your killer mindset or whatever and so that um I I feel like I need about a day of switch where I'm like not doing group dinners or whatever and I'm just kind of more solo um and then I'll kind of switch into like competitive mindset I'm not like it's not like I'm it's not like I'm specifically mad at anyone, but I just like want to do well. And I want to like yeah. go out there and I don't know, like be my best or whatever. Um, although honestly the last, it's funny how the, like it changed a little bit when I was in Europe, like at the trials, I was so intense, almost, I think a little bit too much, you know, sometimes you just like, you're trying to be so perfect. And it was like, it's kind of like the fun gets drained out of it, you know? And I feel yeah. like I used that happened to me sometimes in college where you get so serious and you think that in order to be great you have to be so serious but you realize like there's kind of a balance to it and I think when I went over for those races in Europe it was like I rediscovered that balance like hey I actually can like be a little bit more chill and like even with like social media like I had gone so super off I did completely off Instagram during the trials and I was like ah I don't know why not let's just be a little bit more light with it or be texting friends or whatever on race day and I actually like that so much more like I was um in my room I'd be like dancing to music or whatever uh like just doing stuff that revolutionary more... <laughs> revolutionary crazy uh or just like I don't know I was like going and giving the cheesecake like as my little pre-race snack because I needed I don't know, like sugar and carbs. And that sounded good. Uh, stuff that just is not crazy, but I think I had just been so, again, like, so trying to be boring that it was more fun for me to just be a little bit, like have a little bit more, I don't know, like levity or whatever, I guess. Yeah. Um, Making a little more lighthearted. I do, yeah. I do listen. I had this like weird meditation tape that I listened to that I've listened to since 2016. Um, Patrick Porter is the person he's like this like like he's it's a guided meditation but it's funny it's kind of almost like he's putting you in a trance or something and so I've listened to the same guy for, since 2016 and that's what I'll do I'll put my headphones in and like listen to it for 20 minutes and people like people will get nervous like I'll that I've fallen asleep or something but I'm not like, understand listening <laughs> I'm listening to the hypnotized guy and it's 
it's so funny it's like and now you're f-. it's just like there's this really intense music and he's like his voice is kind of like really uh I don't know this like yeah weird hypnotist voice I don't even know and and it's but the problem I realized this year that like I've been using this stupid old app for so many years that like it had expired like the app was no longer supported by the new update so I freaked out and I I know like, my mom oh no how am I gonna hypnotize myself <laughs> so I actually emailed the guy and I was like I need your app <laughs> But, he, but I got it and he gave me like access. He gave me, they have a new one. It's brain tap is it, what it's called now. And he gave me access to whatever, to all of their my files. So I, I have it again. No worries. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you literally emailed the guy. You're like, I'm desperate. Like I yeah. need to be hypnotized before this race by your sweet, sweet voice. <laughs> exactly. Please. Oh my gosh. First me nothing's in my ear. Yeah. Oh, wait, that is really funny. Okay. That's a good like curious ritual. That's like out of the norm you know? Yeah. Yeah. Meditation. Um, okay. Well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but we have some questions on my end now that we can go over. I feel like they're not as like juicy, you know, no poop stories, but, um, okay. First question. You've worked with two different sponsors of different scales. What is the best part of each? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I obviously out of college working with Wazell was great and I was um it was like a family and so there was very much this it was it was because it was so small I felt like um I could be there and be working I don't know just have so much um like personal interaction with everyone uh and that was positive and I think then I don't know being able to do to run well I felt like I was really like bring the brand or like bring the brand along um the I signed with Nike in 2017 and um it's funny I mean I think everyone always has this but being able to sign and have not have that had that experience of kind of this like marquee sponsor and then go to it it was just so much more like awareness of just how cool it all was like this is not this is like so special and like I remember when I first went to campus um or like saw the gym or saw the track and all those different stuff I was like this is insane what is available to these athletes right yeah. like there's a well, you were like a pro scene. Nike athlete that is like how many people in the world can say that you know right and it's like there's like there's a jacuzzi in the locker room of this place which also for the employees which is like really cool for employees to work there but I don't know stuff like that it was like this is amazing just all of the different access we have um and I mean it's funny it's interesting I mean obviously like Nike Nike gets some crap sometimes from like the running world but it's once you get in with the different like understanding people at Nike running I just um had drinks the other night with Kate and she it's like they're also just huge running fans and they like love all the athletes and they're like all kind of nerding out behind the scenes um and so it's been very fun to kind of understand that and get to know just like that these people really it's just the same people just people behind the scenes that are just like so excited about their athletes and about what all these crazy things everyone's doing and trying to get to do to do a good job by them. Um, so the more that I, I think has really been benefited from being in Portland and being able to like get to know people that way. Um, also just like 
cool shoes and clothes. I mean, that's been, I don't know, fun. Uh, yeah. I feel like <laughs> like going to the employee store, or, like getting like stuff shipped to you. Um, it's just like, yeah, that kind of stuff is, uh, it's not why you sign, but it's just like this really awesome perk. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I think obviously then like just the caliber of athlete that I get to train with has yeah. been like, otherworldly it's wild yeah that's just like I completely agree about the people behind the scenes at Nike like I've worked pretty closely with like various Nike teams um and everyone is just so nice like and everyone like you said they really care about their jobs and they really care about everyone so I like I really like the vibes of like all the people I've met are like surrounding the Nike running scene so I'm kind of glad totally. that you brought that up because no totally people and it's funny people I can't like there obviously there's always issues with people talking about contracts but like all the companies are like that you know like mm-hmm. every it, it's a business at one point like we're a business and then like we have to perform to certain i do, i get less up in arms about the idea of obviously it sucks like we're in a really t- cutthroat business and like it is no fun to i mean to get reduced or to have money money cut but like we also that's part of what we're doing is like we're at we're really at the razor's edge and we're expected to perform and so and every company is having to deal with like riding that line and I I don't know I just think it's kind of becomes unfair sometimes the way that it it's made it out is like Nike's the only one that is doing performance like uh based changes in income or whatever when like literally everyone's doing that yeah and I think it's just harder in like our sport too because the money just isn't as like I don't know available or it's like the yeah. contracts just aren't as big as like they're on multi-million dollar contracts most of the time I mean rarely mm-hmm. you're getting that I don't think I don't even know if anyone is in the running world so I guess like if, when you are reduced I think it's just like maybe it hits a little harder I don't really know I don't I'm not a Nike contract or a running contract expert so yeah I'm just saying that like it's not just the Nike athletes where the thing that those are things you know and it's kind of yeah. weird sometimes that it's implied that like that's the only pe- people that's doing it um I uh I don't know also it's just I like being able to deal like have other sports not that I'm out there like meeting the other Nike athletes but even just on campus like the pictures of the different athletes from different sports and like you feel kind of connected to them in some way like I'm connected to to Serena, but like not really, but oh, yeah. a little bit. There's yeah, it's like that... it's like you're kind of like at the same school. Well, I mean, the Nike campus is literally like a it looks like a college campus. It's huge. Yeah, there's like different it's buildings wild. or whatever. So it's like you're kind of it's like kind of the same vibe where maybe you don't know them on the team, but you still have that, like <laughs> general connection. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> if you I'm, wait, way. I'm sure Serena thinks the same thing. When she's <laughs> that's yeah, right. <laughs> like me and Kate Grace on the same team swag. um okay well next question do you regret not making the move to team boss earlier no i mean um there's like no really way that that would have been possible if anything it's like kind of this crazy thing where um i it's funny because like joe's my age right there's so I do, if, if there's any regret in my career, it's like that I didn't go all in on the 800 from the get-go, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had, um, that's sometimes if I think like, oh man, if I, after 2013, I was fourth at US trials that year. And I, uh, like if I just like gone all in, but every year I would run well in the eight and I'd be like, oh, well, that I should just run the 15 now or whatever. And so the, that is where sometimes I'm like, oh shoot, would I just like had so much more success? But 
you can't really look back. And in a weird way, like it's enabled me to have this like later career resurgence and have PRs and stuff. And like, honestly be able to work with him as a coach, because like, if I had tried to work, I mean, it wasn't even a possible, they weren't even a group until what, 2017. Yeah. It was pretty like, recently. Yeah. Like, and he had a, like, he was he had like a fifth year or something in college he literally like would have been still in college when I yeah. first was starting to run so it was it's kind of I just think it's cool slash special that like it all worked out that I was able because in a weird way because I had this like late development that I've been able to now work with him as a coach you know which like yeah. maybe wouldn't have been possible otherwise yeah, that actually definitely makes sense because the group is still so new. And like, especially at the beginning, they only had a few people that were running with them. Like, it's only kind of yeah. recently they're like established, like we are team boss, like, and we are a group of people. Exactly. Like even in the beginning, it was just Emma and Aisha. So it was only steeple. So like, I would never have gone at that point, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what is your 400 meter PR? <laughs> um, 55 from high school, from high school. But okay. I think I probably I think you might be able to beat that now. I think I can like, do faster. A bold prediction. <laughs> Honestly, probably faster in a, like at the end of a workout. So yeah, like let's let's try to try to get that down. <laughs> well, yeah. When are you gonna race a four? I know. He was Joe was saying that he wants to get a four hundred PR. So I don't know. You can go at it with a thing. Yeah, you get out. I know. I just need to get a little bit closer. I, I like if she's out there running forty nine. I can't be out here with a fifty five. Cannot <laughs> believe that forty nine. Sheesh, that's so wild. Um, what are your favorite books? Are you a reader? You read? Yeah, I am a reader. Um, my favorite books. I loved. Um, I love this book less. That is a novel that like most people who I tell to read it hate it so maybe not read it but I was like my favorite book to listen to um it's like kind of a love story I don't even know it's, it's really good um I really like um what do I really like of the like nonfiction type stuff I really liked the book Just Mercy I thought that was like super super good it's just a great story um and a lot of kind of more depressing ones this book called dope sick about like the opioid epidemic that was like i don't know um interesting and sad and i like get really angry whenever i think about the drug companies but that's yeah. a different story <laughs> <laughs> that's a different topic for probably a different <laughs> um, okay well do you have any advice to your younger self is the last question i have for you um, yes. Advice for my younger self is, I just don't know, honestly, I love, like, my younger self, like, made good decisions, or I, like, I think just continuing to follow what you think is good for you. Um, in terms of running, I am proud of the way I did it. I feel like I was, didn't kill myself early. I just enjoyed it. I, did relays I was much more team oriented and I like let the development happen as it happened um uh so that I'm like yeah go you like you were good job on that I mean probably like in terms of other stuff in my life probably like be I definitely feel like I 
get kind of embarrassed about college age me just like being super flaky and not really like focusing on school and making the most of that so that would be more what I would say is like being flaky is disrespectful and like have more respect for your friends you know and like try to like try to be a good person (laughs) but uh (laughs) I think I think I've gotten better I have gotten better at that and I think at one point like you have to just um learn those lessons maybe sometimes the hard way yeah that makes sense that's good advice um well I really like this episode I hope other people did too Oh, I man. feel like it was like such a conversation, but that's what I love about it because it literally is combos over cold brew. So I love a good conversation. We we really range from a variety of topics. So we really ranged. I'm kind of embarrassed that we went all those with different 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 directions. But don't be good. embarrassed. I think was, you know, I think it was good. Yeah, I'm also sitting in my car. I literally am sweating. I'm I like can just- see. I was like, <laughs> we need to wrap this up because Kate is literally. I see dripping sweat on your face and on your like neck, and I'm like, she's probably dying right now. So let's wrap this up quick. Thank you. <laughs> okay, well, to close out, um, do you want to like what? Where should people follow you at? Mostly Instagram, fast Kate. Although I kind of want to go back to Twitter. I feel like Twitter's happening again, and I think it's kind of popping pixel. off. Yeah, I might like head back to Twitter at one point. It's also fast, Kate. Okay, makes it easy. All right, well, um, to close out the episode, can we get a good old peace out, fellas? Peace out, fellas. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Commas Over Cold Brew. I hope you enjoyed it. This was a little bit more random of an episode, but I guess welcome to Commas Over Cold Brew because you never know what you're going to get. So... Make sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you have the chance. Also, follow us on Instagram. It's just at Convos Over Cold Brew Pod if you want to be up to date or submit listener questions. And yeah, I will see you guys in the next one. Peace out, fellas. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.